hunters. Her target is the biggest of the herbivores in the Utah ecosystem, an astrodon, star-tooth, a brontosaurian species with a long neck, a long tail, and a torso built like a ten-ton elephant's. As the astro herd ambles easily around the edges of the salt lake bed, their big cushioned paws churning up the briny mud, brains routinely check sensory input for danger. No scents are alarming. They pick up the hint of a raptor a hundred yards away, but raptors are eighty-pound predators that wouldn't dare challenge a twenty-thousand-pound bull astro. The resident raptor species is the most common predator in the astro's world, and the big plant-eaters see or smell them every day. All the raptors are tiny compared with the star-toothed brontosaurus. Never would the biggest raptor, a 150-pounder, even dream of attacking an astro, unless it were lucky enough to find an unguarded newborn calf. The bull astrodons pick up a novel scent. The unmistakable odor of a raptor species just a little different from the three species the astros are used to. Strange odors usually jingle alarm in any animal's brain, but the bull astrodons ignore the new scent. Their danger signal is overridden by their sexual competitiveness, their springtime desire to get the most desirable mate, and not once in their pedigree have adult astrodons suffered a serious loss from a raptor attack. That evolutionary rule is about to be broken. The cow astros always more cautious than the bulls, begin to bunch up, surrounding their yearling calves and stretching their necks to catch a glimpse of the raptor that is emitting the strange aroma. Cows take no chances with their young, their genetic investment for the next generation. All the cow eyes focus in the direction of the foreign smell. Their minds have switched over to calf protection behavior, and the cows see what the young bulls don't. The cows see the attack coming across the lake bed. The cow eyes follow the light glistening over the broad scales on the thighs and calves of the giant raptors running noiselessly over the hard mud. The bulls still are totally absorbed with their sparring. They don't see the raptors until the horrible hand claws cut long gashes through their skin and muscle. Messages of pain jump from the bull astro's skin to their brains and the sensation of their own blood dripping down the skin of their stomachs. Now at last, the switches flip over in their brains. Switched off are all thoughts of mating. Switched on is terror of an attack more vicious than any they have ever experienced before. The bull stares at its attackers, a pair of raptors ten times heavier than he has seen ever before. The bull can see and smell his own blood on three hooked claws carried on each raptor forepaw. Conflicting impulses flood his brain. Flee, counterattack, run, or try to crush these new horrors with his front feet. The raptors attack again from either side. Their long forearms extend outward and their claws catch the bull's skin. As soon as the raptor feels his recurved claw tip penetrate the skin, the hand muscles contract instinctively, driving the claw knives four inches deep into the flesh. Biceps and pectoral muscles flex to the max, pulling the claws through the prey's body, ripping channels a yard long. Again, the two giant raptors attack, but this time the bull charges, hurtling his huge bulk forward, whipping his tail right and left. The raptors sidestep the counterattack. The bull is confused. 
He had won battles this year with a one-ton ridge-backed acro, but that meat-eater was slow and clumsy compared to these quick-footed giant raptors. The bull had crushed the acro to death by pressing it against the ground. The anti-acro tactics don't work now. The giant raptors don't even try to bite. Each new attack is a quick dash and slash, a fast run-up to the bull, and then a quick blow by the Ginzu knife claws. And there's another frightening difference about this attack. These giant raptors are smart. The astro brain clicks over to the last-ditch defense tactic. Panic and headlong retreat. The bull's legs crack through the hard, white salt crusts lying over the deeper parts of the lake bed. He smashes through the pterodactyl nests clumped together at the lake bed's center. A possibility of escape, a feeling of hope develops in the bull's brain. The center of the lake is covered by dark, odoriferous mud. It's mud that clings to your feet and sucks your legs down.